Billy Joel for you to start it off over here as we're live back in action, attacking your speakers from the bleachers, from the 49-yard line to the end zone. This is the 49ers forecast presented by the Sports Column in conjunction with Rufus Sports. My name is Jason Fearman, and you can contact me at SportsProfit1 on Twitter. That's the number one. Guys, we're only a week away until the defending champion... uh, Kansas City Chiefs take on the Houston Texans to kick off the 2020 season, which also means our 49ers are that much closer to taking the field at home against the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray. The Cards have plenty of offensive talent, so uh, we need to hope that the defense is healthy and ready to be the best defense in the NFC as we were last year. Big time. A lot of offensive action going on, especially in the NFC. Took care of business last year. Lost the Super Bowl. Want to win it this time around. All right. Cardinals first step with athletes like DeAndre Hopkins now, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, Kenyon Drake, and more. Even Chase Edmonds, um, when he's healthy, he's amazing. The Cardinals will have a lot of opportunities to make big plays with all that talent on the field at the same time. All right, so a little scary getting into more of that. But uh, this Sunday afternoon on 3rd and 3, Damian, Nikki, and myself will be doing a full NFL prediction show where we'll name our division champs, conference champs, Super Bowl champions, MVP, coach of the year, rookie of the year, all those categories. So don't miss the show on Sunday afternoon. It's going to be fantastic on the 3rd and 3 podcast. Now, going back to our Niners real quick over here. Um, It's been a tough training camp. It really has, where key players are hurt, they're resting. But the biggest problem is that not everyone in camp is getting the reps they need to be prepared, especially during this pandemic, which held all the teams back to begin with. (laughs) If our defense isn't physically and mentally ready, they can easily lose the game to Arizona. They can. A lot of offensive power over there, like I was just talking about. And you know, I remember correctly, I think, uh, you know, we beat them uh, both times last year. They were both close games, if I do remember. Um, clock went down to zero for the most point. I think we beat them 28-25 once. The other game was around 36-26, and I think we made a nice defensive play to finish it out. Anyway, <clears throat> excuse me, we play Arizona twice this year like every year, and they are a team in the rise, so we're going to have to watch out for them just a little bit, all right? I'm not joking around, guys. We're going to have to watch out for them. Let's pump up a little football music. Let's get it going. Overhill Gang is in the house. Time to get into some NFL neighborhood news with you. Derwin James. Oh, terrible. This guy didn't even play till week 13 last year. Now he's out for the season 2020. He's going to miss six to eight months meniscus surgery. Terrible. I feel really bad for him and that organization and their fans. So we know Leonard Fournette, released by the Jaguars, flat out released by the Jaguars. They couldn't even get a trade for him. What does that mean? Does that mean that teams don't want him? He's not as good as we thought when he was the fourth overall pick a few years ago? I, I, I don't really know. It's it's really interesting because I think that he's a good back. Now, he's not going to bust it out. He's not going to really break away for 50-yard gains and stuff like that. He's more of a ground and pound, three yards of the cloud of dust kind of guy. But he can still play, and he can get into the end zone. 
And you want to know what's worse? <laughs> I drafted him on my freaking fantasy team. My fourth overall pick. I'm going to talk about my fantasy team in a little bit, guys. But fourth overall pick and boom, out. That might actually be a good thing because he was playing for the Jaguars who just flat out stink, as we know. And they're getting rid of players left and right. They made another trade uh, to get rid of Yannick and Gakway going over to the Minnesota Vikings, basically to replace Everson Griffin over there. Uh, yeah, so Jacksonville not in. Okay, got rid of Calais Campbell. So maybe it's a good thing. Maybe Leonard Fournette goes to a team like, I don't know, the Bucks, where they're going to score a whole bunch of points. And he could be the key back because they got Ronald Jones. Uh, they drafted Keyshawn Vaughn or K1 Vaughn. I'm sorry with the first name. I apologize. So they're not working with much over there. Very interesting. All right. Logan Ryan, big move for the New York Giants. He's one of the better corners in the league. On a sweet deal, one year, $7.5 million. Not bad, not bad. So, Nicky, your Giants got a nice player over there. Help out that very weak secondary. Will the NFL make it? I don't know. I, I, guys, this is a bigger conversation, but I wanted to throw it out to you. Get back to me at SportsProfit1 on Twitter. Are they going to make it? Like, because baseball's got their problems. They're pushing to the end. I know they're trying as hard as they can, but... It comes up every week where a guy has got COVID on the team. They have to cancel the game. They have to cancel the series. There have been so many games that haven't been played yet. We know how it started out with the Marlins, then with the Cardinals, the Phillies. I mean, Oakland, it's going round and round. And in football, you would expect the same kind of thing to happen. I mean, at an even worse stage, God forbid, because you're playing. Obviously, these guys are so close to each other. I, I don't know. It's a bigger atmosphere. And I really hope they don't allow fans there. Kansas City talking about having 20,000 fans in the first game. Other stadiums, I don't know if we're ready for that, guys. But, hey, I don't make the decisions, and I don't get paid to make them either. All right, well, we'll see. I don't know. I think we're going to run into a few issues. But, look, let's just pray for the best. A little more news. Uh, somebody else getting a little more money and well-deserved on a crappy team with a new quarterback, albeit a rookie. But Joe Mixon got a four-year, $48 million extension with the Cincinnati Bengals, not too bad. He probably deserved even more because he is a really, really good running back on a really, really bad team. Maybe Joe Burrow coming in like we'll be talking about on third and three. Maybe they could do something. You never know. Sometimes it just takes a coaching change or a quarterback change to get the mentality in the, in the locker room a little bit different. We'll see what happens with them. Um, another unfortunate news, Tyrell Williams also will miss the season due to getting surgery on a torn labrum. Tough one for the Raiders over there. And speaking of Leonard Fournette, would we want him? Do the Niners want him? Do the Niners want Jadavian Clowney? Well, we know we don't want Earl Tom or Thomas, excuse me, that's already been said uh, by, by head coach and by John Lynch, also our GM, and head coach Kyle Shanahan. We don't want Earl Thomas. It doesn't appear that we want Clowney and definitely not going to pay him that much money. And we have an amazing defensive line as it is already. Leonard Fournette, I don't know. Look, we got a ton of running backs already with between Coleman, Jeff Wilson Jr., um, Raheem Moster, Jarek McKinnon. So there's really no room for him there. But where do these guys go? These are top-notch players that have to wind up somewhere. Well, we'll find out. We shall see. I'm hearing a little bit now of Leonard Fournette to the Bucks, which I mentioned before. Hmm. Again, very interesting for my fantasy team. All right, forget that fantasy nonsense. Let's go really over the whole 49er list right now. The team, what we're going to see day one, who we expect out there. 
Fred Warner, I don't know if he's going to be out there. He's on the COVID list, so he's going to have to quarantine for a certain amount of time. Hopefully, he will be able to get back and play. And, of course, number one, be healthy. That's the most important thing. Dre Greenlaw, our second-year star right now. What an outstanding rookie year he had. It was incredible. But Dre Greenlaw is in concussion protocol. Let's hope he's ready to go. I know Nick Bose is going to be ready to go, uh, along with Eric Armstead and Javon Kinlaw, our new uh, our rookie defensive lineman over there. Solomon Thomas is going to play on the interior this year because we got D Ford and Nick Bosa on the outside. But the 49ers will move their line around, and on plays where Bosa or, uh, excuse me, D Thomas are out, Solomon, uh, D Ford are out, Solomon Thomas will go to the edge and do what they got to do, and they'll mix it up and try to find the key matchups on the line. And that's where we do our best. We do a lot of homework in the film room. It's very, very important to understand where our key matchups are and who we can beat and, again, where we have the advantage. So those are key things to look at, especially in the film room where we, unfortunately, don't get to go. But we get as much action as we can over here. Praying to God that Quan Alexander, who missed basically all of last year, is back healthy this year, along with Greenlaw and Fred Warner at the linebacker position. That would make things even that much easier for our secondary. Um, with Richard Sherman and Kwan Williams both ranked in the top 25 cornerbacks in 2020 heading into the season. That's very interesting because Kwan Williams usually plays the nickelback and Emmanuel Mosley usually plays the other corner. Are they going to change that? That's something that we should look out for. And Robert Salas says he's loving the way that Jason Verrett is playing. He's making significant progress. So our secondary could be better than last year. And if it's better than last year in any way, wow, our defense is really going to freaking kill it, man. I'm very excited. Really excited. Again, bringing Jakarski Tart back and Jimmy Ward. They're going to be playing out there safety. So our defense is solid, man. And we have a solid offensive line. Look, our tackles, Trent Williams has been in the game for a while. He is unreal. Then you got Mike McGlinchey, our second-year, third-year player, excuse me, on the right side at right tackle, and he's been nothing but amazing, nothing short of fantastic, all right? So they're going to man the left uh, and right tackles, respectively. Along with the interior line, we've got Tom Compton. we got Ben Garland, Lakin Tomlinson, who's having a great training camp, as we've been hearing. So I'm loving what we got from top to bottom already. Who will get the majority of the carries is the question. Is it going to be Raheem Mostert, who was our workhorse last year? 200 yards rushing in the playoffs in the NFC Championship. Uh, four touchdowns. It, it, I mean, it, it was sick what this guy did against Green Bay. And then again, in the playoffs, in the Super Bowl, he should have got the ball more. We got Tevin Coleman, like I said, Jarek McKinnon, Jeff Wilson Jr. So not much room for other running backs. We know that Matt Breed is now over here in Miami. All right, best of luck to him, but we got plenty over there. So, who's going to get the ball at the goal line? Jeff Wilson Jr., he may be that guy, believe it or not. Because before he got hurt last year, we were giving him the ball at the goal line, whether it was Breida who took us down or, or Mostert who took us down. Wilson would get those carries at the goal line, so watch out, even in fantasy, but in real life, uh, could be a really great thing. So, running backs, stacked. Great blocking up front for Jimmy G, for the running backs, and for our receivers and tight ends, which are also stacked. The more I'm talking right now and doing this show with you on the 49er forecast, 
I'm realizing how great of a team we really do have and the fact that we should be in the Super Bowl again and win the freaking thing this time. Look, yo, George Kittle, you want to put him as the best tight end in football, second best? I don't care. The guy's incredible. It means nothing to me. George Kittle is our best offensive player, quite possibly. We also got Devo Samuel, who hopefully is healthy and ready to go. The things that he does in motion, taking end arounds, obviously can catch the ball, along with Arizona State rookie Brandon Alyuk. Let's see what he can do. Dante Pettis coming back. Trent Taylor, small guy, but fast. Maybe he'll be the one to take the top off the ball if Jimmy G's got to throw along and we need a situation, again, where it could even just be a decoy. Even if Kevin White, who we just signed, is a decoy going down the field, just to have that there and let the defense know that, yeah, we're going to throw it downfield once in a while, so you better be ready, and you can't stack the box. These are the mind games, and this is chess within football, and this is what the best head coaches do, and we got one of them in Kyle Shanahan, okay? We're in pretty good shape. Got a lot of receivers, tight ends also with Charlie Warner. I mentioned him a few times. Expect to see a lot of two tight end sets. <laughs> guys, we're ready to go. Again, a lot of it to me relies on, you know, how good the wide receivers will do. And we expect really good things to happen out of that awesome running game that they have. All right. And what's going to happen in the back end of the secondary? Are they going to be able to handle everything? Yeah, it looks like they're getting better and really big things are going to happen, guys. This is really awesome. But again, health is the key factor. Training camp, not very healthy like a lot of other teams. Pulled hammies all over the place. These things do happen. So a lot remains to be seen with that. But again, on paper, how can you freaking argue anything, anything? One final question for you guys over here in the audience right now listening to the show. Again, 49er forecast with Jason Fearman on Twitter at SportsProfit1. That profit is like prophecy seen into the future and the one is the number one get at me on twitter i'll definitely answer your questions especially united fans out there and of course if you want to be a guest on the show you just got to hit me up dm me that's fine i'm going to start taking guests as the season goes along one final scenario like i mentioned for you guys aaron Rodgers. we know what's going on in green bay right now jordan love is over there um what's going to happen well one other thing, he is my fantasy quarterback. I took him in the eighth or the ninth round. Um, just because, look, I, they don't have a lot to, to do over there uh, wide receiver-wise. Devontae Adams is top five in the league, but after that, I don't know where they're going. So Rodgers will have to make his magic again. But here's the point. I think this will be his last year in Green Bay. I don't think that the Packers are going to do much this season to the fact or to the tune where they could be out of the playoffs when they're six and eight or something like that. I don't think they're going to have a big year. So in comes Jordan Love. Let's see what the rookie's got. Let's see what our future's got. Maybe he starts the last two games. Aaron Rodgers is out of town. Gone. Do you want him? Do you guys want Aaron Rodgers? Do you want Aaron Rodgers, who we probably should have drafted back in 2005, I believe it was, but Alex Smith, God bless his heart, uh, he just kept getting better and better. But we can now get Aaron Rodgers possibly next year. Yeah, we pay Jimmy G a ton of money. I understand that. But we could probably get Rodgers on the cheap. And I would I, I would take him in a heartbeat, guys. I got to be honest with you. I would take Aaron Rodgers right now, right this second, 
and bench Jimmy G. I don't care about the money. Look, I know that I don't make the payments. I don't run the, the 49ers franchise, but yeah, I'd want that. Let me know how you think. Do you think that Aaron Rodgers right now or even next year, go with him, let him lead us for the next three seasons even because he can play. Guy's still athletic, great arm. Is he at his peak anymore? No, but even him at 90%, 85% is better than, I don't know, everybody in the league except for maybe Mahomes and Russell Wilson, maybe a couple other guys possibly. So, yeah, I want Aaron Rodgers because Jimmy G, you know, God bless his heart as well, man, and he's done everything that he can do. His ceiling to me is low. I, I just don't see a lot out of him. I don't see him being our future, but we paid him like he is our future. So we'll see, but I want to know from you guys again, do you want Aaron Rodgers on the team next year if we can get him? And would you consider Leonard Fournette, Jadavian Clowney, or even Earl Thomas? All right. Speaking of Leonard Fournette and Aaron Rodgers, like I said, I got them both on my fantasy team. I got Rodgers in the eighth round, excuse me, and I got Fournette in the fourth round. Uh, Went over, maybe it could be a blessing in disguise. We'll see. But I want to let you know uh, my fantasy team real quick had it with uh, the third and three podcast and the rest of the team. Nice 12-man, 12-person league, I should say, because we do have a couple of females in there. And that's the way it should be. A female won last year, my goodness. Gosh. All right. I need redemption because I had a bad season last year. So who did I draft? Number one pick, Josh Jacobs. I had the 11th pick out of 12. He was the best running back on the board there. I like going running back first. I took Josh Jacobs. Then I went DeAndre Hopkins because coming back, you know, only had to wait a couple of picks and he was sitting right there. I'm like, I, I, I can't pass on it despite him being a division rival. So went with DeAndre over there. Then Mike Evans was still sitting around when I came back. I'm like, yo, I'm jumping on Evans. Took him. Then, like I said, I took Leonard Fournette. Okay. Next few picks went around Devin Singletary for the Buffalo Bills running back. I can throw him him, him in there, no doubt. Uh, John Brown, also from Buffalo. He'll be playing on the other side of Stefan Diggs, so more one-on-one coverage. McCall Hardman in his second year for the Chiefs. I grabbed him because I think that he's going to be seeing a lot more action now in year two. And we know that they can score. So I like to have that guy around, even if it is on my bench. Uh, We'll see. Golden Tate, I got him. I got Jarek McKinnon, baby. I did get Jarek McKinnon. It's the 149er that I did get uh, Jarek McKinnon. And let's hope that he has an unbelievable year, not just for my fantasy team, but overall, we need him. We need Jarek. We need you. We need Moster. We need everybody. We need the most of Coleman. We need everyone. Jeff Wilson. We need all you guys handle your business. But I think McKinnon is going to be the majority back. We'll see. Most of it was drafted before him. I also got Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, we had him for a minute last year, and he almost caught the game-winning touchdown pass from Jimmy G. Hey, my goodness, that would have been something else, man. Wow. Just whew, that would have been some celebration, guys. Anyway, last couple of picks. Uh, Malcolm Brown running back from the Rams, who have no idea what they're doing at that position. And I took another tight end. Um, I took Austin Hooper first, very late, uh, somewhere around the 10th or 11th round. And then Irv Smith Jr. from Minnesota is also there, and they're looking to make him a much bigger part of the offense. They think that he'll have a bigger and better year than Kyle Rudolph, who we all know, making that big catch against my boy Damian Saints last year to put them out of the playoffs in advance. My goodness. So that's my team. 
We don't do kickers in our league. We do not do kickers, okay? There's no point. It's annoying. We do do defense. I, I took New Orleans defense, and then what I'm doing, guys, honestly, I'm going to probably go week to week. If Seattle's playing Atlanta this, uh, you know, the first week of the, the um, excuse me, in week one of the NFL. Uh, I'm getting the words out over here. Which way did he go, George? Anyway, so I got Seattle the first week against Atlanta. I hope they lose, but put up some points for me. So that's my team right there. Uh, big starting guys. We got Aaron Rodgers, Hopkins, Mike Evans, Robert Woods. I got in there also as a third wide receiver. Josh Jacobs, Devin Singletary, Hooper, Brown, uh, John Brown from the Bills, McCole Hardman. What's going to happen with Leonard Fournette? Jarek McKinnon, baby. I hope to start him every day. That'd be wonderful. So I'm the Brooklyn boys because that's where I was born in our fantasy football league. Oh, boy. This is our, what, sixth year with this squad running right now. It's a great league. We have a lot of fun. Everything is done and fun. And we have fun over here on the 49er forecast, man. And it's going to get a lot more fun as the season goes on. Guys, I expect a lot out of the 49ers this year. They went 13-3 and last year. They can do even better despite playing in a really tough division. Again, the key words are staying healthy, okay, and staying prepared. If they do that, we're going back to the Super Bowl and we're winning the freaking thing this year, guys. That's what I'm talking about. All right? Hey. I appreciate you all listening. Again, this is Jason Fearman from the 49er Forecast. My partner's on Sunday. We're going to move to Wednesday nights next week when the season starts so we can make sure that you guys are prepared for not just the Thursday game, but every game coming up on the weekend. Damian, Nikki, and I will be doing Wednesday nights to prepare you, like I said, for every game coming up, even all the way through Monday. But we will have a show on Sunday where we will be doing all our predictions. Going to be a great time. Let's see who the 49ers will be playing in the Super Bowl this season. Can't wait. Hope it happens on time. Hope everything goes smooth. Let's pray to God. Hey, again, thanks. Love you out there. Appreciate it. Shout out to the sports column. If you guys want, go to the sports col. That's C-O-L at the end dot com. If you're interested in writing about whether it's football, baseball, basketball, hockey, tennis, boxing, UFC, whatever it is, if you want to give it a shot, submit an article over there to them at the sports column. If they like it, everybody's going to read it. All right, so check them out. Thank you very much. 49ers forecast. We are out for now. Enjoy your day.